0: With the COVID-19, people are socially isolated, anxious, and many are experiencing financial difficulties. All of these experiences can lead to risky alcohol use and a range of harms. This series will look at these issues a little more closely and make people aware of alcohol use during these times. So sit back, relax, as we lay down the facts. This is In This Together, You, Alcohol and COVID-19. Welcome to our third episode of this podcast series. My name is Kurt Lewis, your friendly neighborhood podcaster and host for this episode. I'm joined as ever by my brilliant and insightful co-host, Claire. How's it doing, Claire? Hi,
1: Kurt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really well, thank you. Love and life in the digital world. How are you going?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty chill. Now that, you know, stuff's easing up, restrictions are easing. Well, today's episode will focus on the alcohol industry and it's and the predatory upswing in advertisement for alcoholic drinks during the COVID-19 restrictions. If you have noticed an increase in beer or wine ads over the last month, then I can tell you now you're not going crazy because alcohol advertisements have increased everywhere, including on your Facebook and your Instagram. To help us to understand what the alcohol industry is doing, we have Julia Stafford, Alcohol Program Manager of Cancer Council of Western Australia.
2: Hi Kurt, great to be with you. I'm really well, really well. Thank you.
0: Good. How has everyone been going now that the restrictions are easing?
2: I left the house and actually met some people, met some friends on the weekend. It's been a while, but you know, that was nice. We kept it to under 10, which is the restriction in Western Australia, but we had a great time just catching up with people not that i had that much exciting news to share given i've just been staying at
0: home (laughs) yeah i honestly i haven't done that yet but honestly i find it amazing to see people actually sitting out and eating their food like you know sitting outside a restaurant and eating their food it just i don't know i don't know why a site so mundane could become so amazing to me it's it's like (laughs) i have not seen (laughs) it in ages
1: it's the whole reset, isn't it? It just gives you fresh eyes on the whole thing, which is, I think, so important for, you know, the topic we're talking about today is because it actually gives everybody a whole fresh look mm. and the whole, you know, fresh perspective on, on what we do and our habits and our lives and, you know, what do we want going forward and, and what sort of future do we want for ourselves and, and for everyone around us?
0: Exactly. you yeah, couldn't say it better than that, Claire. <laughs> That's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> So getting down to brass and tacks, what are some of the predatory tactics used by the alcohol industry to peddle products like beer, wine, and spirits to Australians during the COVID-19 restrictions? I know audio is somewhat limiting when it comes to visuals, but can you give us an example, any example of these kind of predatory ads?
2: I sure can, Kurt. Unfortunately, I can give you lots of examples of some of the concerning marketing tactics we've seen from the alcohol industry recently. We, in our work at Cancer Council WA, along with other health organisations, we have for a long time been keeping an eye on alcohol marketing techniques and the different strategies they're using. And we've really seen quite a few concerning tactics recently. So we have worked with our colleagues at FAIR to look at the alcohol marketing themes in 107 ads that we saw just within one hour on Facebook and Instagram on a recent Friday night. So some of those themes that we were pretty concerned about included the promoting getting easy access to alcohol without leaving your home. So really heavy promotion of home delivery of alcohol with messages like you need never run out of alcohol, contact free delivery. So with this kind of new buzzword in marketing, we're seeing from lots of different industries including alcohol, really kind of connecting to those COVID themes and around safety and not having contact with outsiders. So really seeing the alcohol industry take advantage of the renewed and growing interest in home delivery of products. We also saw a whole heap of other techniques. So promoting discounts and giveaways, particularly if you bought alcohol in bulk. So if there were a lot of Brands seem to be encouraging stocking up on alcohol, buying quite large quantities, you know, 12 bottles of wine, and you'd get more of a discount or free delivery if you bought more alcohol.
0: This might sound a bit of a stupid question, but why is ads about promoting buying in bulk such so dangerous?
2: I think the problem is really around if you've got more alcohol in the house, the more you've got, ready access to, the more likely you are to drink it. So if you just bought one bottle, two bottles, then that's all you're going to drink. But if you've got you know 12 uh, ready access in your house, then you're probably going to drink it. You're unlikely to be storing that away for the future. It's going to get consumed pretty soon by many people. We also saw lots of direct connections to the COVID-19 pandemic. So companies promoting for example, a lockdown happy hour or survival wine packs. Brands encouraging us to stay in and drink up or buy from their wine confinement sale. So really direct connections to encouraging us to drink during the pandemic while we're at home, using alcohol to cope, to survive, to feel better, which, you know, is quite outrageous, really, Mm. when we're in the middle of a health crisis.
1: And that's really sort of that whole distasteful ethical push where it's sort of, you know, preying on people's fears, anxieties and concerns and mental health state. It's just awful to see it happening and just seeing an industry that used that opportunity just to to make money. I
0: don't know, it's kind of worrying that demanding that we rely on alcoholics to survive kind of leads to problems if you rely on alcohol to make you feel better, to make you feel happy, you're kind of, you're leaning on something that's a drug in essence, and it's very dangerous and it can lead to stuff, so many terrible medical conditions, so many terrible outcomes for people. Like if someone was pregnant and they were to, they have to rely on alcohol, then that's a very bad combination. It can lead to bad outcomes for the unborn child, such as FASD and all that. And- You're absolutely
2: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different reasons to be concerned about some of these marketing tactics. I think you mentioned you know people feeling stressed and anxious, and having uh, some people having you know already being vulnerable to to mental health issues. And it's a time when a lot of people are struggling, perhaps more than usual. Additional vulnerabilities, additional stresses for many people. Perhaps just being isolated at home or perhaps they've lost their job or reduced their income. And so, you know, it's a time when a lot of people are feeling it and there's some extra causes for stress and anxiety. And so when we see these sometimes subtle, sometimes very explicit messages from the alcohol industry encouraging us to buy their products And suggesting that maybe it'll help you feel better or help you cope or survive that's particularly worrying because we know that in reality alcohol can actually make those situations a lot worse if you're already feeling stressed and anxious one of the worst things you can do is to turn to alcohol because it's while you might think it will help and provide temporary relief actually, it's probably going to make it worse and increase some of that stress and anxiety people are feeling. So the marketing is telling us one message, but it's probably the the absolute worst thing that we could be doing is to turn to alcohol at a time like this.
0: I definitely 100% agree. Especially if you're using it as a crutch, it's very dangerous. What are things that our listeners should be on watch for when looking at any marketing material from alcohol brands or liquor stores?
2: Yeah. One thing is to keep an eye out for individual ads that you think are concerning or sending the wrong message. But one of the other things that we're particularly interested in at the moment is the volume of ads. So it's not just the messages within some of the ads that are worrying, but it's the relentless nature of some of this alcohol marketing. So we've been looking at social media and the way alcohol brands have been marketing through things like Facebook and Instagram. And at the moment, a lot of people are probably using their social media platforms more than usual. I know I am. I'm not much of a Facebooker, but I'm using it to try to stay connected with people, to do some exercise. So, you know, gym classes through the internet, things like that. While I and many other people are using some of these platforms more than usual, we're also often being bombarded with alcohol advertising. So it's one thing is the messages of individual ads that are worrying, but the other is just the sheer volume of ads. And we know that from industry data we've seen recently that engagement with alcohol brands got higher than usual. There was a stat recently I saw that was something like, 325% 325 percent higher this time than this time last year engagement with alcohol brands on social media has just skyrocketed so while we're staying home and still trying to stay connected with friends and families and and find things to keep occupied and, and to look after our mental health it's very hard to do that without also receiving a lot of alcohol ads in our newsfeed. So I think those are two things that listeners can keep an eye out for is particular ads that you find concerning, but also you can take screenshots of just the sheer volume of alcohol ads. And remember that a lot of this is very deliberate targeting. So there's algorithms, there's all sorts of techniques that these marketers are using, perhaps based on your age or your gender or your location, your search history. So if you've ever Googled an alcohol brand or opening hours of a liquor store or the ingredients for a cocktail, then you're likely then to receive alcohol ads over and over again into the future. Something that listeners can be aware of is that this is very deliberate targeting, it's no accident that you're receiving those ads. And, you know, I think that points to areas that really need to be looked at through regulation. If their algorithms and techniques are being set up to allow you to be bombarded with alcohol ads, well, they could probably be changed so that you saw a lot less or even none of these ads. But it's not something that we as individuals are really in control of I don't think there is a way that we can individually change how many ads we see it's something that we really need our governments to look at better regulating so that we can stay connected and keep watching tv and the radio and use our social media without being bombarded with alcohol ads
1: earlier there's been some uh, sort of parallels drawn with you know the whole problem of, of algorithms that you know you want to buy camping equipment so you're going to you know google camping equipment and be bombarded with camping equipment ads but the problem here is that alcohol is completely unique in the risk it poses the harms it creates and the long-term diseases and you know short-term injuries that happen because of alcohol so it's a completely unique product in that sense isn't it in terms of of a reason for governments to step up yeah that's right Alcohol is an inherently
2: risky product. So while a lot of these ads look glamorous and, you know, they're very pretty packaging and made to look nice and, you know, often discounted and quite cheap, they're actually inherently risky products with huge implications for health, safety, well-being of the community. And we're seeing at Cancer Council WA, we're particularly concerned about alcohol-caused cancer and trying to reduce the burden of cancer in society and we know that alcohol is a cause of cancer. That's the angle that we're approaching this from, trying to reduce that impact. But our friends and colleagues working in FASD prevention, trying to prevent babies being born with lifelong disabilities. There are people working in domestic violence, family violence services, trying to reduce the, the contribution of alcohol to family violence. There are a lot of reasons why the advertising of alcohol is a special concern that is different to, and requires a different and much more focused and urgent approach than the advertising of some other products.
0: I was just wondering what responsibility should the alcohol industry have to reduce alcohol fueled harm, especially during situations like COVID 19?
2: Yeah, this is a good question. We do need to be thinking about who is responsible, what can be done about this. So it's not just identifying the problem, but we need to be looking towards solutions. When we talk about responsibility, we do need to be realistic about what we can expect from the alcohol industry themselves. So first and foremost, the responsibility of alcohol companies is to their shareholders. They exist to produce and sell alcohol for profit. So they've got a clear private interest in marketing their brands in ways that maximize their profit. So that's why self-regulation is such a problem. And in Australia, how governments currently rely on the industry to regulate themselves for most forms of alcohol marketing. So it's like the fox guarding the hen house. It doesn't work. Over and over again, we've seen that the behaviour of the alcohol industry shows that they can't be trusted to regulate their own advertising. This current system is broken. So there's a real need for the government to step in here to effectively regulate alcohol ads, to protect the younger and vulnerable members of our community from being bombarded with alcohol ads at any time. So we've got there's a heightened concern right now in terms of the impact on people's drinking during our COVID crisis but this is an issue that was happening well before the COVID crisis and is going to extend well beyond that where we need to better protect the community from alcohol advertising from some of these very concerning messages in alcohol ads but also just for protect them from the sheer volume of alcohol marketing they're currently exposed to. I
1: was just going to ask you Julia, you know, do you have hope that the, the, the sudden escalation of this problem and highlighting it for the community and for politicians and for decision makers, do you think then that there is hope or a chance that finally some action might be taken in looking at this very difficult issue of regulating alcohol? Absolutely. I think there's a lot of reasons to be
2: Optimistic that this situation will change and that governments will step up here. I think that's based on shining a light on these concerning marketing practices. So that's certainly something that's gonna help draw it out because sometimes some of these marketing techniques are quite hidden. So when we talk about alcohol marketing on social media, it's not transparent at all. So the alcohol ads that you see are different to the ads that I see The ads that an 18-year-old are seeing are going to be different to what a 45-year-old is seeing. So we need to shine a light on some of these marketing practices that are actually quite hidden but also very effective. So that's one reason to be hopeful that this will change is that there are good people all over the country who are working to, to shine a light on these concerning practices. The other reason to be hopeful is that we have a lot of compelling evidence now that shows that alcohol marketing does impact on drinking behaviours. There's new research coming out all the time that just confirms over and over again that this marketing works. Young people who are more exposed to alcohol ads are likely to start drinking earlier and to drink more. And the evidence is so compelling that it's actually considered to be a causal effect now. We've got systematic review after systematic review that's showing that and reinforcing that evidence. So we have a really strong body of evidence now that shows that alcohol marketing works in the sense of encouraging people to drink and to drink more. Time and time again, we're seeing these very concerning ads from the alcohol industry that just highlight again and again the need for governments to act.
0: Right now, though, is there a way to keep the alcohol industry accountable for certain ads? And if our listeners are concerned about certain content or placement of an alcohol ad, is there a way they can report it?
2: Absolutely. Um, We would encourage you to use whatever avenues are available to you to draw attention to your concerns and make complaints. So while the self-regulatory system that's called the ABAC scheme, while that has a lot of weaknesses and has really not been effective in protecting the community, we would still encourage you to make complaints about alcohol ads to the ABAC scheme. And they'll, in most cases, review that and you'll get a response. So absolutely use that avenue and use any other avenues available to you. So if you're scrolling through social media and you see an an alcohol ad that concerns you it's really easy to take a screenshot then you've got a picture you can send to us at Cancer Council WA or to our colleagues at FAIR and draw attention to the organizations who are really taking action on alcohol marketing. Show them these examples that you're seeing because we need those eyes and ears in the community. Because as I said, the ads that you see may be different to the ads that I see. We'll and put the, we we'll put those picture. links
0: in the show notes below for anyone who wants yeah, to. So, links an email. Anyone sees an ad, you just check the sh- show notes below and we shall include an email address. You can send out your concerns about a certain ad
2: and the other thing you can do is to you could contact your health minister in your state or territory or or even the federal health minister these are we need our decision makers to be aware of these ads to draw it to their attention this need for action and hearing from the community it can be really powerful so if you're concerned about this and you see ads that you just think are not quite right then contact the decision makers who can make a difference in these areas.
0: I'm gonna ask another dumb question, but is there a way you could report it through Facebook or Instagram or any other social media you see these ads or won't they won't police that sort of thing?
2: Well, I mean, you can always try, as I said, use all avenues available to you, but, and also, Don't rely on any one particular avenue because it might get lost in the system. Maybe it's something that they don't regulate themselves. So while you can raise it with the social media platform or the TV station or the radio station, wherever you heard or saw the ad, don't just leave it there. Also send it to the organization who you know is gonna do what they can to help you make a difference. Use a range of channels just to give yourself the best chance to be heard.
0: I'd like to thank you, Julia, for coming out with us today and having a chat about this. this it's a very important issue. And I think people should be aware about the certain um, predatory ads that this industry is putting around as well as the amounts of ads that people are being bombarded with.
2: Thank you so much, Kurt and Claire. Wonderful to talk to you today. And thanks so much for your interest in this topic. Fantastic, lovely to chat.
1: Thanks, Kurt.
0: Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of In This Together, You, Alcohol and COVID-19. Please tune in next week for another episode of this podcast series. If you like this episode of the podcast, then please subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. The copyright of this podcast is owned by Fair and no Fazdy Australia. All rights reserved. For information about the content of this episode, then please check the show notes below.